Welcome to the Six Pennies Podcast. Today we have myself, Albert, and Jonathan Mock. How are you doing, Mock? Good, man. Welcome back. Yes, uh, I was away for about two weeks in Japan for our honeymoon, and it was it was awesome. It's good. It's good. It's uh, it's mid October. We haven't done a podcast in a while, so we did, decided to jump on and talk about your favorite drink, boba. Uh, yeah, I'm actually drinking one right now as you speak. Actually,、uh, that's funny because I just got back from Kung Fu Tea myself. Nice. I'm drinking nice. oolong green tea. So, what do you when you're at Kung Fu Tea, Mark? What do you normally get?、Uh, my normal there is large green milk tea, less ice with egg pudding, and definitely 100% sweet, right? Oh yeah, yeah, full sweet. I I can't do. I've tried half sweet before when I was on more of a health kick, and it tasted <laughs> awful. It's like Coke and Diet Coke. Like you, once you have Coke, you can't go diet. Okay, so this is a little off tangent, but when were you on a health kick, and why are you not on it anymore? <laughs> not really a health kick per se. That's probably too extreme of a word. Of a word, but、uh, basically, whenever like if I went to the gym the day before, I, I well, like one of those times I. Didn't want to go full sweet the next day, but I'm I'm over it now. I'm I'm just all sweet all the time. So do do you look down on people who get it half sweet? Oh yeah, for sure.、Um, yeah, like Tim, Timmy was actually over at my house the other day, and I had gotten him a milk tea, and it was waiting for him by the time he got here with with his kid Zachary, and、uh, I gave it over to him, and you know he wasn't very happy about it. He wasn't really thankful, grateful, or anything like that. And he tasted tasted a sip of it, and then he was like, "What is this? Is this full sweet?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." And then he was complaining that it wasn't twenty percent sweet, which is what he usually gets. Twenty percent—that is、yeah. ridiculous. That it's—I don't even know. Like, why even get sugar if you're gonna get twenty percent? Yeah, that makes、exactly. no sense. Yeah. So、um, I just want to talk about boba. I know you like kung fu tea. Are there any other establishments that you're a huge fan of, or want to give props to? Uh, I was I was a huge fan of Boba Bar. It's a it's this local place in Sugarland.、Uh, I've brought you there probably two or three times in the past couple years,、um, but then they changed ownerships or something. But something happened in their name change, so they're not Boba Bar anymore. So they're Fresh Boba, and I don't know if it's all mental or what. But after the name change, I can't go back there anymore. It's not good anymore.、Um, And it also coincided with when Kung Fu Tea opened in Sugarland, which is probably two minutes from my house. So I'm all Kung Fu now. I feel like when you name a place Fresh Boba, it's like really saying that it's not fresh, that everything is frozen, <laughs> everything shipped in.、Um, I don't know about you, but I I don't like places that you know like organic in their name or fresh in their name, things like that.、Um, What do you look for then? Like, what's the number one thing you're looking for at a boba place? So I just I personally like the fruit drinks.、Um, I'm not a big、okay. milk tea guy, except you're drinking、tea. one right now. I'm drinking oolong green tea, so it's not milk tea. Oh, it's not milk tea. Gotcha.、Um, That's oolong milk tea. But but、um, kung fu tea does, in my opinion, have the best milk tea out of like all the different、um, boba chains. But I also like, like I said, fruit drinks. So I like share tea and their Hawaiian drink. I don't know if you've tried that before, but it's like. Bits of mango and pineapple and avocado. It's so good and refreshing. 
Interesting. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna write that down. So, my main beef with Sherty, and I don't know if you're just rubbing off on me, but I think sometimes when it comes to Boa places, I'm becoming more and more of a contrarian. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that that's playing into my dislike of Sherty or not, but it was. It's on the way to my office to and from, and so I stopped by there a couple of times in the past few months. And so for me, when I look at a milk tea place, I'm just basing it off their milk tea, like nothing else. Uh, but fruit drinks, I hear share tea is pretty good. So I'm gonna, I'll give that Hawaiian thing a try. And get it full sweet. It is so sweet when you get that Hawaiian <laughs> Hawaiian thing full sweet. I will never ask for anything less than full sweet anymore. So the one thing at Kung Fu Tea that I don't get, and I think it's kind of nasty actually, is like those foam caps. You know gotcha. what I'm talking about? Like with the foam on top and you got to mix it up. I don't like know what crema. it's called crema, right? I don't know, but I don't I don't know what the fascination is with that. Do you? I I actually haven't seen that at Kung Fu. Maybe I have paid attention because I just get the same drink every time. I've heard that at Share Tea though. Um, I think it's called crema, C R E M A, and it was all the rage for for a bit. And yeah, I don't know. I tasted what some of my friends drink, and it tasted disgusting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's the deal with that either. Yeah, so there's three major chains here in Dallas. It actually just like recently exploded in in the last like 12 to 18 months. But it's Kung Fu Tea, yeah. Share Tea, and Gongcha. And Gongcha, Gongcha yeah, right. Gongcha is what's known for that tea foam tea cap crap. And so, yeah, we tried it, or I tried it, and I I didn't like it at all. But at at those places, do you get anything else other than drinks? Do you get like the popcorn chicken and stuff there? Uh, we got Kung Fu, we got it at Kung Fu Tea once because it was for like a dollar or something with <laughs> some promotion. <laughs> um, but I mean, most of the time when I'm going there, I'm just thirsty and I, I just want a drink or two. Um, Gongcha actually went to the one in Dallas last time after someone's wedding and my biggest complaint there, um, I mean, Ophelia, my wife really loves Gongcha because she says it's, um, like it's real tea and whatnot. And, and I agree. But the cups are so small there. Like it's it's like a three sips and you're done, and then that's like five dollars on the drain. How do you feel? And talking about cups, how do you feel about like I think Houston has that like honey honey bee tea, and then here in um, here in Dallas, there's a cute a place called QQ Tea House, and they have those cups that are like super like the fat cups. yeah super wide, like they look cool, <laughs> but then you can't even bring them anywhere because they don't fit in cup holders. I'm personally okay with it just because I'm not putting it in a cup holder anyway. Like I'm just holding it and drinking it and finishing it within like 10 minutes or so. Um, but Honeybee is actually not bad. That's the one place that I don't get normal milk tea. I get their iced milk there and it's really, really good. Um, it makes me feel really bad afterwards since I'm lactose intolerant, but it's it's always worth it. In terms of like how many, how often you get, you know, boba and milk tea and things <laughs> like that. And I'm an avid follower of your Twitter, obviously, and I know you go a lot. Can you tell the audience how often you go? <laughs> it's not, it's not wild. Um, <laughs> there, there's a while that I, I probably hit like a five day in a row mark. Whoa! Uh, I think that's my max. Um, but those five days might have included more than five visits. Uh, but on a normal basis, I, I try to keep it like a, as a reward for myself. So normally. At the end of every work week, uh, I'm, I'm in between jobs right now. I'm starting on Monday, but normally in between, on 
at the very end of the work week, so on a Friday, I'll go and, and get it to kick off the weekend. And then normally sometime during the weekend, I'll go as well. So normally two times a week. What and, about you? And do you have like stamp cards at least, like frequent flyer miles? Yeah, that's that's something we need to talk about. Um, so Kung Fu, does the one in Dallas, do you do you use an app? Oh, that's, that is way too fancy. We don't have that that's kind right. of stuff here in Dallas. <laughs> but be, before you before you continue, I do, I do want to have kind of like a beef with Kung Fu Tea. They fixed it recently, but what they did last year was um, it was it's the same owner that owns the one in Richardson, Plano, and Carrollton. Yeah. And so they have like these um, punch cards, if you will. But for right. some reason, they don't let you consolidate. So. Ooh. This was when it first opened, so people were like so mad. They're like, "Hey, I just went to your store. You're the same owner. Why can't we just oh, like? Man. Why can't we just consolidate and mesh these two cards together?" And I think they got so many complaints recently. They changed it so that nice. yeah, you can you can mix them up, which I did recently. So I went from like two stamps on like six different cards, and now <laughs> I have uh, one one card with like fifteen stamps on it. So it's awesome. Yeah, stamp cards are a huge plus. Uh, that's just bad for business that they're not going to combine them. Um, but there's this one place near me. Uh, oh my gosh, I cannot remember the name right now. Uh, it's it's like a Viet place, some Viet name. And I go there. I used to go there every Tuesday because they would give two stamps instead of one oh, stamp on nice. Tuesday. <laughs> Taco Tuesdays. So yeah. Um, but, but the reason why I asked, so Kung Fu Tea has an app. And they're supposed to accept it at every single store. And when you sign up for the app, you get a free drink. So that's how it started. And then the more you go, um, they you pretty much pay from the app. And you can accumulate prizes and everything from there. thing is, uh, one of my friends, uh, she got me a gift card for Kung Fu Tea. Like, nice gift card for my birthday. Yeah. And it's connected to the app. The only problem is not... Neither the Kung Fu Tea right by my house or the Kung Fu Tea in Chinatown in Houston accepts the app right now. So it's like in limbo. There's no way I can use the card. There's no way I can get the money off the card. So it's just kind of sitting there until they finally say that I can use the app. And uh, there's, they're, not they're a, it on, there's not an expert. They're blaming it right now on like the little like card reader, which I think is BS. It's, it's right <laughs> underneath the cash register. I can see it. You just don't want to plug it in. I don't know what's going on. It's because you're dealing with Asian people, man. Seriously, it, it's because I can see the sign right in front of me. It says it still has a ten dollar uh, minimum for credit card. Yeah. But with the app, there's no minimum. I, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. Wow, your Kung Fu tea has a ten dollar minimum. Yeah, the oh. one in Sugarland, not even China. Well, Chinatown might probably ten or fifteen dollars, but Sugarland, Sugarland Kung Fu tea, ten dollar minimum. The one, the one here in Dallas is only a $5 minimum, and I already complain about that. $10? Yeah, so every Jeez. time I go, I have to like get two large drinks with toppings to just hit that $10 minimum. <laughs> That's how they get me. All right, so let's let's quickly pay homage to some of the like non-chain places, especially the ones that uh, we kind of went to in college, like Tap House. Um, I know in California, I went to this place called Tapioca Express. Uh, do you have any? I've been to that one too. Have do you have any like kind words or any any words parting words <laughs> for for those places? Because now with these huge franchise chains coming in, I believe yeah. those those mom and pop ones are going to go out of business soon. 
Yeah, Tap House, Tap House is a chain, I think, because there's one in Chinatown in Houston as well, and I'm pretty sure it's the same owner, or at least they take the same punch cards. I know that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's what I think Boba places. It's one of those things where it's like an acquired taste. So, you know, back in high school, went to Coco's all the time, which is here in Sugarland, and uh, we'd go after school and. They would literally make the drinks in front of you with powder, like yeah. right in front of you. And yeah. it was, I, I thought it was great. Uh, I mean, it tasted <laughs> fine to me. I, I saw, I knew it was powder. I knew obviously it wasn't real tea, but it tasted fine. Now going back there, like you can't go backwards. You know what I mean? So once you get to the next step, you can never take a step back. So Tap House was in college and, and now Tap House, like I can't even, it just tastes completely watered down, even when it's full sweet. It, it tastes super watery. Uh, so I think once you get to the real places, like the even the share teas, like the kung fu teas, that like you can't step backwards to the mom and pop shops. Unless I mean, there's a few that are really good. Like Ophelia likes this one place in uh, in Chinatown. I think it's called Tea Bar. Okay. Tea Bar maybe. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, these I mean, these chains are going to take over. They're all over the place. Uh, I was just in in California probably like a month ago, and I went to a uh, what was it called? Boba Guys. It's a big chain. Uh, I think it's pretty big in New York, too. And I stepped in there, and I was the only Asian person in the packed shop. It, it was kind of ridiculous. So it's becoming more and more mainstream as well, which yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so I think there's no going back now. Yeah, so a lot of people don't know this, but I actually did a lot of research a few months back in, in terms of Boba places because... My wife and I were thinking about opening one up, actually, here in Dallas yeah, or, in nice. or in Austin area. But um, basically, yeah, you're right. So there's this, you know, boba place in California called Boba Guys. There is a couple in New York, but it's more local to the Bay Area. And yeah. what's happening in California is like these big chains are actually kind of taking a step back because a lot of the local mom and pop shops are now... Uh, getting the customers back because now like you know it's not cool anymore to go where everybody goes so a lot of these guys a lot of these hipster asian well they're actually going to the mom and pop places and do you nice. think that it's something do you think that phenomenon is going to happen here in texas because i know right now we're in the midst of like you know share tea kung fu tea gong cha yeah. but do you think in a couple years we're gonna go back oh, to the mom man. and pop places that's a good question. I, I can definitely see that strategy in California and places like that. Um, I've never felt more non-hipster in my life than I did on that trip. Uh, Austin, I feel like, would be a good place, like you mentioned. Uh, yeah. I just can't see it for a place like Dallas. Like, Dallas is, it's all chains, isn't it? Yeah, we're known for chains, for sure. Yeah, so I, unless you're, Austin would probably be a good place to start and then uh, try to build up that brand name uh, for the mom and pop shop, but it's tough. It's a tough market. There's so much competition. Yeah, and, it's and the super margins, tough now. I mean, they're getting lower. And, I mean, they're, they're still pretty good, but when you have that much competition, like, it, it's hard to, like, everyone's already paying five bucks, so it's it's kind of capped out right there, and, and you can keep adding on and stuff, but you just need volume, yeah. and it's, it's tough to get with, with all the places you're fighting against. Yeah, and honestly, even for the big chains, the the business like arc, if you will, is actually very seasonal, especially in Texas, because really, yeah, when it's cold and rainy, not many people are craving boba. 
And so it's really big and really popular in the summertime, especially when kids are out of school, whether it's, you know, high school or college. But then yeah. in the winter, it kind of dies down. And they're, I they, wonder if you could pair that up with anything then. Maybe with like so, a coffee place, right? People start, people then go to like coffee places or coffee. Starbucks or things like that. But mm. I'm, I mean, you're, <clears throat> you're right. It's like super competitive, super hard to get. I don't think it's hard to get in, but it's hard to sustain. And so, yeah, for sure. Okay. So I want to leave with uh, one last thing. And so you were in the, you know, birthplace of Boba, the epicenter, if you will, in Taiwan, just a few months oh, back. Oh, true. <laughs> you you tried out all these different boba places. It's where it originated. Did it taste better, or was America still king? Uh, you know I love America. <laughs> uh, you know, I was so wired in Taiwan, in Taipei. I, I was on like three, four cups a day. Every single stop, I had to stop. And uh, I love America, but there was one place in Taipei that was better than anything I've had in America and a place called 50 lawn L-A-N. What made and, it so good? Man, it was just like, <laughs> it was just perfect. It was Jeez. like, I just ordered the normal milk tea, like no toppings. Uh, yeah, I just pointed at the picture and they gave it to me and oh my gosh, it went back like three times, uh, twice in the same day, like twice, like 20 minutes later. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Um, and, and our boy Hongya, that's his favorite place too. So he got that stamp of approval too. Oh, nice. So 50 lawn, is it because of the sweetness level or like the quality of the tea or amount of milk? Like what made I, it I, so good? I think it's everything. So uh, I think it, it, you could definitely tell that it was real tea. It was none of the powder stuff. Uh, the, there, I think, I can't remember if I asked for less ice, but it definitely came with the perfect amount of ice. It wasn't just overloaded and it wasn't like four sips and over. And the second cup I got boba with it and the boba was on point as well. And the sweetness level, I don't even know if it was option. It probably was, but I asked for full sweet if, if it was, and it was just, it was amazing. Um, and it was so consistent too. The second cup, I, I went in with, you know, the highest of expectations again for them to match it. And, it was just as good. It was amazing. Man, when you start customizing in China with like low ice or high sweetness, they know you're a foreigner, right? <laughs> this high maintenance yeah. American dude. <laughs> yeah, with my really, really, really broken Chinese. <laughs> I, was, I was really just pointing at pictures. And, and uh, I mean, my friends, our friends Phil and uh, Peter, and they were all there to help me out. But it was, it was really good. Speaking we should of, make another trip sometime. Yeah. So speaking of boba and the honeymoon I just got back from. Yeah. Um, you know how in Japan they have like vending machines for everything from like yeah. coffee to ramen to ice cream to whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, we we got a milk drink oh. via vending machine and it was disgusting. It was disgusting. Oh, no. It was so bad. <laughs> It was like 180 yen, which is like twice as much as any other drink. And it was, oh, it was so bad. But the good thing about Japan is like the recycling bin is right there. So we threw it away. <laughs> with, Wait, what, what, was ba- like, what, did it, what was bad about it? Can you describe it? I think that it wasn't consistent at all. Like one, uh, one sip would be like really sweet. One sip would be really bland. And this is after like mixing it. So oh, okay. I, I don't know like what the you know, like the health 
health codes are in Japan. Because, like, <laughs> how long do those drinks stay in those vending machines? Like, you never know. Was it know. cold at least? Please tell me it's cold. Yeah, that one was cold. That one okay. was cold, yeah. So if, you're, if it's cold milk, then you should be okay. I mean, unless you're literally the only guy in Japan buying that drink ever. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Maybe all the locals never buy the milk tea. Yeah, I doubt anybody bought that drink, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, Japan. Yeah, we got to do another podcast pretty soon about that Japan trip. Um, I, I think if if I had asked you a question real quick, like if you had to stick with one cuisine for the rest of your life, like one um, like ethnicity of cuisine, like what would it be? It would probably be Chinese slash Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really tough choice. It's it's definitely Asian, but for me, I think it's Japanese. Yeah, so I mean, really... I think Japanese is the best, but and like the most refined and everything. But I just yeah. I just like the, I don't know. I just like the the simpleness of oh, okay. you know Chinese and Vietnamese dishes. Like the I just, sometimes best, I just but... sometimes I just want like you know rice and soy sauce. Like that's good enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. All right. Um, well, thank you, everybody, for listening in on our our most recent podcast here, talking about boba drinks. Uh, please check out our face, Facebook page at facebook.com, Six Pennies Podcast. Once you get to our Facebook page, you'll, you'll see this giveaway that we're currently doing. Um, it's an amazing gift. We got it straight from the Nike factory. It's going to yeah. be a brand new pair of Jordan 32s. These wow. are being released actually today. Uh, yeah, this morning. Yeah, this morning. So um, please, you know, come to our Facebook page. The only way for you to enter is leave a message, uh, like the page, like the comment. Um, the more messages and comments you leave, the more tickets and, and raffle tickets you get into the drawing. So good luck, everybody. Good luck for real. If you have time, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks, guys. Thanks.